message presentation, but I pray that you'll be blessed. Come on, let's pray now. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your kindness, for your grace, your mercy. Help us as we strive to please you in our walk. Now, God, the word that you're giving us today, the enlightenment, let us understand what is happening that we can prepare ourselves accordingly and to walk as children of God. Now save and deliver someone today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, stand to your feet with me. And let's read the word of God together. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And I want to highlight some things. So the word of God, and why don't you read with me? Let's read together. Uh, come on, let's begin reading. This is from Revelation chapter 12, verse number 7 of the New King James Version. What does the scripture say? War broke out in heaven. What? Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. There was a war going on in heaven. I don't have time, but that's so important. There's spiritual warfare going on. And even in the heavenlies, evil against good. Come on. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. When they tried to war against God, there was no place for them. They had to leave. So when they left, let's see. Come on. So the great dragon was cast out. That certain hole called the devil and Satan. What? Who does what? Continue. That's where we have demonic forces. They were cast out of heaven into the earth. Why do you think we see such a division between good and evil today? Because of the spiritual influence that occurred in heaven that now has been brought to the earth. Now, I'm going to extract a passage of scripture from the book of Jeremiah, still in the New King James Version, and I want you to read with me. This message, I'm sure you're going to tell you, you're going to have to do some study, take some notes. Don't let this just be concluded today, because there's more that I cannot share in this short time frame, but I pray that you'll be blessed. This is what... The writer said in Jeremiah, come on, please read. Everyone take heed to his neighbor, yes, and do not trust any brother. Come on, for every brother will utterly supplant and... Verse number five, come on. Everyone will deceive his neighbor and will not speak the truth. Come on. They have taught their tongues to speak lies. What? They weary themselves to. Today's message is entitled, What? You may be seated. You may be seated. Fake news. Fake news. I'm going to share some information, and I received this information from a number of sources. One was Smart Insights website, February 2019. 
Brandwatch, June of 2019, and TechCrunch. As a speaker, you have to make sure you give credit to those that provide information. So, whether you want to believe it or not, every aspect of our life today revolves around the internet and social media. And guess what? It's worldwide. Hallelujah. I'm going to share with you here now some statistics that may shock you. But I want you to understand what's happening. Right now, today, 4.4 billion people around the world use the internet. 3.5 billion people use social media. Now, let me try to put that in context. In America, the population in America is over 300 million people. In Kansas City, Missouri, the Casey metro area, which includes KCK, etc., is a little over 2 million people. Worldwide, 3.5 billion people use social media. China is the most populous country with over a billion people followed by India. I said the entire country. In the world today, 3.5 billion people use social media. 4.4 billion people use the internet. And 5.1 billion people use mobile phones. They might not have a place to live, but they got a phone. They might not have food in the refrigerator, but they got a smartphone. Now, they might have had three or four in the last five months because they keep changing their name. Oh, y'all don't hear me. And then many people have more than one phone. Now, hallelujah. We don't understand this really is our world today surrounded with our smartphones. Of the 3.5 billion people who use uh, social media, the, the average time spent on social media is 142 minutes a day. That's over two hours. That's the average. Which means there's some people doing it way more while others aren't on it at all. Every day. Two hours. Average. The mean is spent on social media. 79%, almost 80% of Americans today or more use online tools to do their shopping. You got an Amazon package at home today. <laughs> Groceries are bought online. Household items are bought online. That's even cars now are bought online. I wish somebody hear me. Now, you know we've gotten bad when we call somebody and order McDonald's and have them deliver it to our house. Now, that's bad. That you too lazy to go get you McDonald's and have it delivered. First of all, the fries are cold by the time they get you. 
Because I, see, when I get them fries at McDonald's, I, when, before I pull out the drive, I've already said in Jesus' name and have grabbed a fry and put it in my mouth. You know I'm telling the truth. Everything now sur surrounded with us using phones and the internet. And Diane, social media. Stay with me. I'm building my case. Now let me just share a couple things about YouTube and Facebook. YouTube has 1.9 billion users. 300 hours of video are uploaded on YouTube. What? Each minute because remember we're not just talking about here in the United States we're talking about around the world 90% of Americans between 18 and 24 use YouTube so some of those that are older you ask them what is YouTube that's all right you're okay But for young people, Gensers and millennials, YouTube is how they almost view instead of television. See, I've been, I've been trying to cut my cable for the last four months. I've been trying. And every time I go to call, there's a part of me said, don't get rid of that cable. <laughs> now, I've got, I've got the DirecTV, I've got Rutu, I've got Netflix, but there's something about my generation holding on to that cable. But I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it. But things are cultural. And it's based on our environment and how we've grown up. And YouTube can be navigated into 76 different languages, which represents 95% of the world's population. Facebook. Facebook is the largest of all uh, internet, social media. 2.4 billion use Facebook every month. Listen to this, Pastor Rutherford. 500,000 new users every day on Facebook. A half a million every day are new users. 70% of all Americans are on Facebook. I said of all Americans. And here's the interesting thing. A half of the internet users who are not on Facebook live with someone who does have Facebook and looks at theirs to know what's going on. Oh, I know I'm telling the truth. I'm not going to get on Facebook, but you looking at somebody else's in the house to see what they're talking about you. Here's what really, Keisha, caught our attention. There's an estimated 270 million fake Facebook profiles. I'm building my case. I'm building my case. I'm talking, what's my message? Fake news. And you're going to see, I'm going to give the spiritual overtones shortly. 270 million Facebook profiles are fake. You're talking with somebody and you don't even know who you're talking to. Because it's not who they say they are. Help me, Holy Ghost. 
is where we get into some issues. Google. Google processes 100 billion searches each month from a billion unique users. See, today when we need an answer or we want some information, who do we turn to? Google. Where does somebody live? Google it. How much somebody getting paid? Google it. I got a pain in my back. What a, Google it. Y'all don't hear me. See, my generation, we grew up with encyclopedias. See, the young folk don't even know what encyclopedias are. My mom would take me, we would walk to the library. We did reports with encyclopedias. We had to know the Dewey Decimal System just to know where to go in the library. And when you had a little change, you had a set of encyclopedias in your house. When you got some encyclopedias in your house, you knew you were somebody then. <laughs> but the problem is, as soon as you got the encyclopedia, it then would automatically be outdated. But today, everything is instantaneous. Google it. Google it. Google it. Now, now, hear me, hear me, saints. That means there's 40,000 searches every second. Every second in the world, people are searching for an answer through Google. Hallelujah. 60% of those Google inquiries come from your mobile phone. This is scary because I'm sure you didn't know this. It is a fact of the internet, listen, that every click, every view, and every sign up is recorded somewhere. And then we cannot believe there's a God who knows all of our names when there's a computer somewhere, every click you make, every view that you thought nobody saw you go to, Is being recorded. Have you ever wondered? You might have been searching for something to buy, and then the next day it looks like that particular item keeps coming up as an advertisement. Well, that that's done on purpose. Because when you click to that site, then cookies that they call and other things. Carl McKinney likes shoes from Coles. <laughs> then he'll start getting advertisements from Coles for shoes on Facebook. Because everything you look at is recorded. I don't want to scare you. Sometimes you might have gone to a site that you really shouldn't be going to. 
And then all of a sudden on Facebook, the next day, you get these message invitations for friends. Oh, y'all don't hear that. With this plethora of information out there and questions to answers being sought, there then exists the means for somebody to control what you think and to make you believe what's true. Hear me, saints. Put this in your spirit. Just because it's on Google does not mean it's true. I really don't have time like I want to. But when you look up for something, there's a reason why the first thing you look up, you see specific areas. People have paid to take the first position on certain subjects when you look them up. Because they want your business. It's not by happenstance that when you look up airlines and then all of a sudden the first thing you see is United. United paid to be number one position. Because many of us do not go to the third, fourth, or fifth page. You only see what's on the first page and make your decision even though there's 30 other pages. With the same information. But somebody wants to control what you think. Somebody wants to control what you buy. Somebody wants you to believe what really is truth. And I'm here to share you that you're getting a lot of fake news. Now, fake news... There's three important aspects of fake news. Stay with me. I told you this is a little different format. We've already shouted. Now let's deal with our minds. Three important aspects of fake news. One is misinformation. Misinformation is false information that is spread regardless of whether there was intent to do wrong. You innocently shared bad news or wrong news. I've even had to correct some saints and others when I see them posting things on their Facebook posts. They're just sharing what they heard, but it's not true. Now, they, they thought it was true, so they innocently spread the news, but it wasn't real. That's misinformation. Now, disinformation, listen, is when you deliberately mislead or spread biased information. You've manipulated the narrative or the facts in propaganda. That's fake news. Because when you look at it on the internet, you oh, this got to be true. And somebody has deliberately given you bad information. Stay with me. I'm going to show you something here in a minute. And then the last one, which I feel is the most oh, critical. Say that with me. Confirmation bias. Now, what is that? That's a result from, the, that's a bias that results from the tendency to process and analyze information in such a way that it supports one's pre-existing ideas and conditions. What does that mean? You go out and seek information that supports what you already want to believe. Stay with me. Check somebody. Tell them, don't go to sleep. I know the lights are dark. Don't go to sleep. 
listen, that all Pentecostal preachers wearing Gucci, I'm sorry, uh, coat shoes are fake. You then will seek information from the internet that supports what you believe. Here, here's, let me make it real. If you believe all black people should go back to Africa, you then will find information on the internet that says it's true all black folk need to go back to Africa. Stay with me. Am I helping somebody? I'm building the case. Now, I got a video here. And this is the reason why I want to get into the word. I got a couple of videos I want you to see. There has never been a time in human history where information is as readily available as it is today. But with so much information living online, new issues arise. Misinformation, disinformation, and something known as confirmation bias, which is a cognitive bias where we seek out information to prove what we already thought to be true. For example, despite the research behind and availability of safe vaccines, there are an unknown number of websites preaching the dangers behind them. What has concerningly followed is measles cases in the United States reaching the highest level in 25 years. Climate change remains a highly polarized political issue, with some denying the problem is real, despite proven research. And there is a new term we all know. You are fake news. Go ahead. Technology has brought us to a point where we can no longer believe everything we hear, read, or even see. This altered video of U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was slowed down to make her sound intoxicated. Sure, there are visuals that obviously were planned long before I said. It spread like wildfire across social media. In 2018, misinformation was to blame for fueling chaos, confusion, violence, and death in Myanmar. It triggered mob attacks that left dozens dead in India. Experts are calling this current era information disorder. Its main contributors are misinformation, which is when false information is shared without the intention to harm, and disinformation, when false information is knowingly shared to cause harm. Disinformation takes many forms. Sometimes it's a manipulated photograph. Sometimes it's a rumor that people might share with you face to face. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory that you might find on a platform like YouTube. There are many different elements to it. But propaganda, rumors, and conspiracy theories are far from new. Some say the moon landing was a hoax or that Elvis and Tupac are still alive. But what makes the current phenomenon of disinformation different from the past is how quickly it spreads from one platform to another and how easy it is to produce from places like the Russian Troll Factory. We've never had a means by which anybody can create fabricated content really, really easily. So I could set up a website today with any sort of domain. I can use very clever photoshopping techniques to manipulate an image. I can circulate a rumor through a family Facebook messenger group. And all of a sudden, this can travel like wildfire. And while research has shown that YouTube played a major part in convincing some people that the Earth is flat, technology isn't the only factor to blame in all of this. There is also a growing distrust for science and institutions. We like to blame Facebook, we like to blame WhatsApp. But we also have to recognize that, particularly over the last 20 years, many people's lives look quite different. There's still the impact of the global financial crisis on many people around the world. There are fears around climate change. There are concerns about how these shifts in immigration are going to affect local communities. And so there are lots of things right now that people are concerned about. And because they're concerned, they're looking to politicians and they're not necessarily seeing strong political institutions. They're looking to the news media and they're worried that the news media isn't necessarily telling them the whole story. Social media giants like Facebook, Twitter and Google have promised to curb misinformation on topics like vaccines. So legitimate news sources are prioritized instead of posts with higher engagement. And then there are companies like Storyful. The agency finds, verifies, and licenses user-generated, newsworthy, or viral content on behalf of media organizations, including Global News. We have journalists who are specialists in these beats, and we also uh, work with our technology teams, and they've built us a range of proprietary tools 
um, which allow us to search across mainstream and fringe platforms at the same time. And so that means that um, when we observe a phenomena like this, we can very quickly search to see, okay, well, where has this come from? Where did it first appear? And um, I suppose that helps us identify the orange origins of these things um, and get them across to our clients as quickly as possible. They've dealt with their share of both misinformation and disinformation. When the world's attention was on Thailand last July during a rescue mission to free a team of young soccer players from a flooded cave, fake videos and accounts went viral online. Storyful was able to determine the content was actually from Wisconsin and had been online since at least 2012. And that idea of old footage coming back when a news event happens is something we see time and time and time again. When it comes to fighting trolls with clear intentions of spreading false information, it gets a bit more challenging. That was seen in a number of different ways ahead of the 2018 US midterm elections, including with hashtag NoMedMidterms. The hashtag was accompanied by a series of quite sophisticated looking images, and it purported to come from the US Democrat Party. And the idea was, according to the hashtag, that men should not vote in the US midterms. And as a result of their not voting, women's voices would become relatively more powerful, the hashtag claimed. But of course, the hashtag was false. It didn't come from the Democrats. It was not genuine in any way. And in fact, it was something that was hatched on 4chan. And it was done as a deliberate attempt to embarrass the Democrats, to fool members of the public into believing the campaign to be genuine, and ultimately to get one over on journalists as well. But as information disorder becomes more and more sophisticated... President Trump is a total and complete dip. You see, I would never say these things. Someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. Experts agree the battle against fake news is far from over. The people who are spreading this misinformation, they get it. They get that people are trying to stop them. They get how these platforms work. And they get, in many cases, what they need to do to avoid detection. So what can we do to navigate the pollution of information out there? Societies need gatekeepers. They need uh, people who, who can be trusted, who can help us navigate the information ecosystem. And right now, we don't have that. And so I think for individuals who are feeling nervous about how do I navigate this? How do I know what I'm seeing online is true or not? And I would argue that this is a time that we go back to trusted sources. Thanks for watching Global News. If you enjoyed what you saw, like the video. You can also hit the subscribe button to get all the latest international news and trending videos. That, that is an example, and I just wanted to try to get you aware of what fake news is. And hopefully you've seen a different perspective. Again, the premise. What you see on the internet is not necessarily true. And you cannot just believe it. What she brought about was talking about the need to verify the sources. Now, there's a danger of fake news. In December of 2016, this gentleman, Edgar Welch, he was a 28-year-old father of two from North Carolina. He read online that Comet Ping Pong, a pizza restaurant in Northwest Washington, D.C., was harboring young children as sex slaves as part of a child abuse ring led by Hillary Clinton. He drove to Washington and six hours and then started firing an assault-like AR-15 rifle in the pizzeria. The police arrested him. They found a rifle and a handgun in the restaurant. Thank God no one was hurt. He told authorities that he was armed to help rescue children because they try to control what we think and what we believe is true. I wish I hear, have somebody hear me say, hear what I'm saying. It's serious, saints. It's serious. I had another 
a video, and, and, and I might try to show just a little bit of it because of the time. But are you being blessed by this information? Now, in a minute, as I conclude, you'll see the spiritual overtones. We put on Facebook the fact that we were going to show, I was going to be speaking on this subject today. On our Facebook page, we started getting people from all over the country putting comments on our New Bethel Facebook page to support their belief because I said today I want to be preaching on this subject. And if you would go to our Facebook page, you would see all comments coming from people all over the country who are trying to chime in because again anybody can chime in their views and sometimes they'll use another person they'll use your uh, post to present their position you didn't even ask them their opinion glory to God some things were hidden because they were negative or they start cursing or they start even using threatening me We don't, we don't understand the seriousness. The average friends list from Facebook is like 150. For me, I have 5,000. That is the max you can have under a personal profile. If you go to a public figure, you can do more. I've never felt led to do that. Because I have hundreds that are seeking to be my friends. And then there's those I would like to be friends with. But I can't because I'm at the max. Don't think everybody on your friend list is your friend. There's some people on your friend list really are your enemies. And some are actually using your site to discredit you and disfame what you believe. But we innocently don't know this. That's why I felt led of the Holy Spirit to deal with this because as we hear more and more about fake news, I want the members of New Bethel to be informed as to what's really going on. Has an effect on all of us. Very quickly, I'm going to show a little bit, again, talking about the dangers of fake news. And this relates a little bit to what I've been talking about in Noonday. I want to tell you a story about a girl, but I can't tell you her real name. So let's just call her Hadiza. Hadiza is 20. She's shy, but she has a beautiful smile that lights up her face. But she's in constant pain. And she will likely be on medication for the rest of her life. Do you want to know why? Hadiza is a Chibok girl. And on April 14, 2014, she was kidnapped by Boko Haram terrorists. She managed to escape, though, by jumping off the truck that was carrying the girls. But when she landed, she broke both her legs, and she had to crawl on her tummy to hide in the bushes. She told me she was terrified that Boko Haram would come back for her. She was one of 57 girls who would escape by jumping off trucks that day. The story quite rightly caused ripples around the world. People like Michelle Obama, Malala, and others lent their voices in protest. And at about the same time, I was living in London at the time, I was sent from London to Abuja to cover the World Economic Forum that Nigeria was hosting for the first time. But when we arrived, it was clear that there was only one story in town. We put the government under pressure. We asked tough questions about what they were doing to bring these girls back. Understandably, they weren't too happy with our line of questioning. And let's just say we received our fair share of alternative facts. <laughs> Influential Nigerians were telling us at the time that 
we were naive, we didn't understand the political situation in Nigeria. But they also told us that the story of the Kip, uh, Chibok girls was a hoax. Sadly, this hoax narrative has persisted, and there are still people in Nigeria today who believe that the Chibok girls were never kidnapped. Yet, I was talking to people like these, devastated parents who told us that on the day that Boko Haram kidnapped their daughters, they ran into the Sambisa forest after the trucks carrying their daughters. They were armed with machetes, but they were forced to turn back because Boko Haram had guns. For two years, inevitably, the news agenda moved on, and for two years, we didn't hear much about the Chibok girls. Everyone presumed they were dead. But in April last year, I was able to obtain this video. This is a still from the video that Boko Haram filmed as a proof of life. And through a source, I obtained this video. But before I could publish it, I had to travel to the northeast of Nigeria to talk to the parents, to verify it. I didn't have to wait too long for confirmation. One of the mothers, when she watched the video, told me that if she could have reached into the laptop and pulled out her child from the laptop, she would have done so. For those of you who are parents, like myself in the audience, you can only imagine the anguish that that mother felt. This video would go on to kickstart negotiation talks with Boko Haram. And a Nigerian senator told me that because of this video, they, they entered into those talks because they had long presumed that the Chibok girls were dead. 21 girls were freed in October last year. Sadly, nearly 200 of them still remain missing. I must confess that I have not been a dispassionate observer covering this story. I am furious when I think about the wasted opportunities to rescue these girls. I'm furious when I think about what the parents have told me, that if these were daughters of the rich and the powerful, they would have been found much earlier. And I'm furious that the hoax narrative, I firmly believe, caused a delay, was part of the reason for the delay in their return. This illustrates to me the deadly danger of fake news. I don't have time to continue it, but again, that just shows you the effect of fake news. Sometimes when the government is behind it. And if you didn't get the crux of what she was saying, the Nigerian government sent out fake news that this really didn't happen. And did you get the last point? If these were girls of rich Nigerian politicians and businessmen, it would have been totally different. And whether you want to believe it or not, we see that same inequities in the United States. I'm sorry, we see those same inequities in Wyandotte County. And again, that's why you have to consider fake news. Now, let me prepare to conclude. You've been an excellent audience, and I trust that you've been blessed. But let's go back to the spiritual overtones. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who what? Deceives the whole world. Remember the premise, spirits do not That's the spirit that is alive today. That is motivating what we see in the world and in the church. Because the, the adversary wants you to believe fake news. That word deceive means roam from the truth. And just like fake news, especially confirmation bias, when we want to hear something that supports 
what we want. And if you see the vast majority of people liking this, it must be true. Or is it? That just because somebody likes it, that somebody supports it, that it must be true. Could it be we're following fake news? When you hear there's a race that is superior to others and others are subservient. When you hear, do whatever you can to get ahead. Walk over other people if necessary. If you hear, you can engage in premarital sex and have as many sexual partners as you want. When you hear, divorce is no problem. Divorce as many times as you desire. Get you a new husband or a wife. When you hear, Jesus supports gay lifestyle and the LBGT uh, community, a uh, movement, it's okay. When you hear people say, there is no heaven or hell. Enjoy your life. Live as you desire. And because you see so many people saying like, 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 guess what? Maybe it's false or fake news. And you've made some decisions and choices in life off of things that are not even scripturally supported. For we who are people of God, the basis of what we believe comes from the Holy Scriptures. This is our basis of truth. But you know what? People will try to manipulate the Scriptures to support what they believe. And if you're naive enough, you'll say, wait a minute, that's what the Bible says. And you don't even know what the scripture's saying. Because they've taken the word of God and manipulated to what they wanted to say. And then here we go following along. That's right. That's true. Hmm, I never thought about it that way. And before you know it, you become the source of misinformation because then you start sharing information of what you heard from somebody who had an ulterior motive. People are trying to manipulate what you think. Hallelujah. And when the word of God says you must repent and you must be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you must receive the Holy Ghost, Somebody say, oh, don't take all of that. There are many roads to heaven. Because everybody is saying it, everybody's doing it. Oh, you guys must be wrong. Or could it be you're following fake news? Hallelujah. Because spirits do not die. And when God and the angels cast out Satan and his angels, these then become the fallen angels who now make up the demonic forces. And the same spirit that was identified, look, 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 of all the characteristics, of all the adjectives, of all the description words that the, the, the Lord only used one word, deceived. Satan, that dragon, look, is a deceiver. And the Bible talks about he will even try to fool the very elect. Woo! We who have the Holy Ghost will even fall victim because the devil will try to deceive you out of heaven. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. Look, look, look. These angels were in heaven. Satan talks them out of heaven. Now, it's one thing being talked not to get there, but how could you be in the presence of God and then leave who God is? It's only done by the deceived. That's the spiritual overtones. And I'm finished. That's the reason why we have to understand God is still supreme. 
he's the source of our help and our strength. That's what I'm striving for. Hallelujah. Some people might believe that this is just a fairy tale, that there's no real, there's no real heaven, there's no real hell. And you know what's on the up, uprise? Atheism. That people are trying to make you believe there is no God. It's just a figment of your imagination. And that's what was trying to put on our Facebook page when I talked about fake news. Somebody wanted to come and say, there is no God. There's, there's no God at all. Why are you still believing that story? Because, listen, I'm not going to believe fake news. I, I'm going to hold to what I know is true. Woo! And if you're not careful, listen, you better tell the truth. The thoughts even came to your mind. Is there really a God? Especially when things don't happen your way. When you lose that loved one, when it looks like uh, uh, that the loved one that you had and you, you wonder where, why did God take them? First thing we do is we blame God. Fake news. But today, come on, I got to call, I got to stop, I got to stop. If you've been blessed, come on and give God some praise. Hallelujah. I told you this is not the norm of coming to a black Pentecostal church for a message. But I wanted to make sure we are aware of what is truth. Bow your heads with me. Father, we come innocently thanking you for your goodness and your kindness. And Lord, firstly, forgive us if we've ever spread misinformation. That we innocently took information that was not true and tried to persuade someone else. Thank you, Lord, for giving us insight, even to the spirit behind what we're seeing today. That as we approach even another presidential election and we see the rise of fake news, let us have the awareness that the spirit behind it comes from Satan himself. As we see the division in this country between right and wrong, white and black, rich and poor, oh, we understand that this is a war that started in heaven. Now, Lord, we want to be on the right side. And we want to do what is right. Bless everyone who is here today. And I pray salvation to their home and blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. One more time, give God praise.